0: This podcast is part of the
1: Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit redfivenetwork.com. networkcom
2: So I had a very unique opportunity a few weekends ago. Had to make a trip to Florida and found out there was a first annual St. Pete Comic Con happening a few blocks from where I was staying for the trip. So I took that opportunity uh, to check it out. St. Pete has never had a fan get together like places like Tampa, Miami or Chicago cons or other cons of any major metropolitan city. So this was definitely a unique chance to get to know a con at the ground level. The event spanned two days, Saturday and Sunday, January 8th. And I spoke to the organizer of the con and a few guests and fans from the floor. I had a fantastic time and even got to spend some time with Charles of the Conversations podcast. Amanda was supposed to join me as well, but due to some logistical complications, that didn't happen. We'll get Amanda and Galaxy of Queers podcast another time. But I was happy to see clone trooper Charles walk through the con doors. We had a great time and it was awesome to finally meet him in person. This trip was not a vacation or anything like that. We had some family health business to deal with, but I am blessed with an understandingly awesome wife that said, oh, cool, go check it out. And I did. This was kind of a double mission for me. Of course, I wanted to talk with some fans outside of the Chicago area and meet some new friends, but I also wanted to talk with Dewey, the organizer, and see if I can pick up any pointers for this summer's fourth annual ScarifCon. We've seen some amazing growing interest in our little get together and would love nothing more than to continue to watch it grow uh, in some form or fashion besides an excuse to hang out in Andersonville and party through the night. So let's head down to the Coliseum Arena in St. Petersburg, Florida for the first annual St. Pete Comic-Con. The one thing I love seeing, as you know, is some cosplaying people. There was an abundance of Star Wars cosplay, as well as anime and characters from comic books and gaming. It was fantastic. Let's have some fun. All right, we had uh, a very special... Opportunity this past weekend to head down to St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, I had some family business down there, but uh, it just so happened to um, there was a very nice coincidence that uh, while I was down there, uh, my wife was trying to change uh, hotels uh, because originally she was the only one that was going to go to Florida to visit her father, and um, I was uh, going to stay back with, with the son. And, you know, obviously grandpa wanted to see grandchild, so we had to ch- make some changes, uh, make some plan changes. And she said, you know, I, I can't get the same hotel. Everything is sold out. There's some sort of, I don't know, like a comic book uh, convention or something at, in St. Pete. And I'm like, hold the front door. What, what's going on? What did you say? So, uh, it, again, a blessing in disguise. Uh, I was able to participate in the first annual, which is kind of cool, the first annual St. Pete Comic-Con and uh, had loads of fun and was able to meet up with Charles from Conversations and I have him right here as a matter of fact. What's up Charles? Hello! Thank you for having me. I mean of course
3: it was fantastic to see you and uh, it was so cool that we were able to make it happen. Pat of course wanted to be there desperately and he did look in to see if he could shift his schedule couldn't make it work um, but um, you got half of us. The uh, the second half, the uh, <laughs> the second piece of it, and uh, yeah, it was a great time up in St. Pete, and really, honestly, it was great to meet you in person finally after all this time. And uh, you didn't disappoint. You're a fantastic <laughs> guy, and it was great to see you. <laughs> didn't, didn't disappoint.
2: Well, that's good to hear. Good to hear. But uh, yeah, it was it was wonderful. Uh, I think. Uh, you know I had a good time Um, we talked to a couple of people um, but first of all before we get into the interviews and stuff I wanted to ask you um, what you thought of the convention obviously uh, you know you you heard me talking to Dewey the uh, the organizer I mentioned the fact that obviously I was from Chicago and I'm used to C2E2 and the um, McCormick Place convention you obviously uh, had had been there Um, here in Chicago for Star Wars Celebration the venue is a lot different uh, here versus the Coliseum in St. Pete, but I just wanted to get your take. Um, what did you think of the event overall?
3: I thought it was fantastic. You know, I think that the small, the size of it really helped with a family side of it. It's much more manageable. You look at the kids that were there, there's a huge proportion of young kids, and I'm talking toddlers, you know, and we were running around and there was other characters there, and for me it sort of gave that sort of sense of safety that, you know, there's one en- there's one entrance and exit, right? So, Almost like one parent could scout the, the kids while the other one was just going around. And it was like two or three aisles, uh, and extended pretty deeply. There's a lot of vendors, a lot of different stuff, but it really gave families a chance to just hang out, see some cosplay, see some uh, draw uh, illustrators, uh, artists, but also, you know, literally like voice uh, acting talent and uh, some some great local people who. Are sharing their passion for uh, not just Star Wars, but any kind of nerdom, fandom and geekdom. And uh, it was those little small family size, I mean, I'm used to that actually because the there's one down in Fort Myers, the Calusa Con we went to. Uh, it's very similar, um, very sort of tight knit, very small footprint. But you get a lot of fun in that jam packed couple of hours, you can come in and come out and it's, it was packed when we were there and it was a two o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday. That's fantastic.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, obviously we saw some members of the 501st and the Mando Mercs We're going to hear their interviews in a bit. But uh, there was it it was I think it was a well-rounded event. There was a lot of anime uh, uh, artists, uh, like you mentioned, some voice actors uh, and things like that. So besides the the Star Wars aspect, oh, I saw some uh, some furries were were present representing. So that was uh, that was Mm kind of cool. But Star Trek, um, Star Trek, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some gaming folks. Uh, we we talked to a, a, a gentleman that uh, had some uh, products as far as the gaming community is concerned. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it, it, it definitely you know struck me as as being you know you were you use the word safe and really it really was. It was a cozy environment, um, a nice little platform to you know to really celebrate geekdom in st pete and 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 dewey was telling me that the you know st petersburg has never had a convention of this sort it's kind of reserved to the bigger cities you know tampa uh miami etc cetera, etc cetera. but mm-hmm. um it's actually pretty wonderful to have uh to have had the uh, the chance to to head to st pete and uh, experience this convention you know the first in its, of its kind so that's pretty cool mm-hmm. and the accessibility of it too it's right off
3: the I-275 I think that it is right right near the uh, all children's hospital there and uh, you get in get out very quickly so the location was also fantastic and I, I, you know what I've never I didn't even know that was there so that was another discovery for me so locally you know you're about a stone's throw from um, the Tropicana field uh, so it's a great little location and kudos to them for having found that spot and put it together on such a quick uh, quick turnaround.
2: Absolutely, and it's so funny that you mentioned uh, the location. You didn't know it was there. You know, obviously, I, I mentioned earlier that I was so I'm so used to, um, you know, the McCormick Place, which is which is a massive uh, massive venue. You know, I I must have driven it driven past uh, the Coliseum like three or four times, trying <laughs> to look for a huge uh, citadel in 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 the city there in the town, and uh, you know, I looked at the parking lot. I'm like oh, I guess that's it. We almost, we, we missed it. But, um, yeah. you know, not, not, not to discourage anybody else from going to these smaller uh, conventions because they are really a lot of fun. And I might add that they might be even more accessible than some of the bigger ones because, you know, not only the fact that they're just starting, but, uh, you know, everybody is really nice and, and it's uh, it, it's a little bit more grounded in the fan experience, The you know, when you walk in. Um, you get you get a greeting you get your your wristband you you start walking in and and you know people are smiling and, and wanting you to interact it's really great it is you know you bring up a good point that that size of venue makes it
3: accessible for a family to be able to actually go out there and experience the entire experience, you know con experience in one day in one sort of session you know so you mentioned celebration of course you know, I could spend 15 days there but Uh, It's a commitment, right? And you've got a lot of things to look at. You've got to plan it out and you make your wish list. I want to go here. I want to go here. I want to go here. Hopefully I can get this. I hope I can get that. But this Comic Con, we hit everything in an afternoon and we had a fantastic experience. And like you said, everyone was over the top happy to see us. And the booth uh, runners were smiles and just ecstatic to see people stop by and take a look at their stuff.
2: Absolutely. So, before we get into the, uh, the interviews, I wanted to ask you what your highlight was of the afternoon. Besides meeting uh, me, of course. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's a far job after that. Um, I was going to say I was more, you know,
3: impressed as to meet your son. No, just kidding. Um, the, um, I honestly didn't even occur to me that the 501st would be there. Mm-hmm. And to evening there, it was fantastic and uh so of course that's close to my heart and um also meeting kevin who we're going to talk about a bit later on uh, from the outer rim Guild. that was a great sight and he we remembered each other it was almost a year ago that we saw each other and uh, that was fun as well so there's a great mix of star wars but the anime stuff like you said my daughter loves that stuff and some local artists and some local comic book shops with some wares i think there was a i was surprised at the community support of this of this show so that was a that was one of the great surprises.
2: Absolutely. And we'll uh talk to um, t- we'll talk to Dewey uh I- exactly about that, the community support and what it took uh for him to uh to start it up and all the uh wonderful things that uh, led to this event. But um, amazing stuff. So uh you know, next up we uh we spoke with uh some members of the Mando mercs and it's funny uh Charles, uh, I don't know if you heard me when I was talking to um, uh Oh, what was her name? D- Diane. Um, she was telling me about the Mando Mercs uh, that oh, we nice. interviewed. But uh, I did mention, you know, Dominic Pace and his uh, tour around the country. And she remembers Dominic uh, because I guess they're from Tampa. Uh, the Mando Mercs are from Tampa, the 501st Tampa Bay squad. But uh, it's wonderful to hear to mention other people's names. And, and um, again, you know, Dominic is a great ambassador a uh, great Star Wars ambassador to the fans. He's here in Chicago. Uh, we all know what he did across the country for the last couple of years, kind of promoting Star Wars and just having a really good time meeting fans. But it was really nice to kind of hear that aspect of, you know, you mention somebody's name and, you know, they completely light up and they remember, oh, it was a great experience. So that's, that. I, I, it kind of brought joy to my heart um, talking to, to, to Diane. And uh, the fact that you know, the Dominic is is still remembered, uh, you know, after everything that he's done. So it's kudos to 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 Dominic, and uh, you know, really can't wait to see him again uh, this summer here in Chicago. I can say the same thing. We're uh, Pat and I are making plans to come up
3: to Scarifcon, and uh, of course, what a great ambassador, you know. But that also then speaks to the family, the knit family, and Dominic talks about it all the time, like how thankful he is for the support that he gets but also it's reciprocal the amount of support that he gives the Star Wars community is unbelievable with the small business tour and uh, during a really tough time when people were sort of shutting things down he was out there uh, like a great bounty hunter
2: (laughs) uh, soldiering on and making that happen so it's a fantastic thing absolutely so uh, let's take a look at our interview with the mandomercs from Tampa Chrissy Henderson and Ken Travis Spoke to them at their table. Uh, really great uh, people, and uh, let's see what they had to say. Um, you know, they're talking about cosplaying uh, with kids and and, and adults. Uh, again, just just a wonderful family environment. Let's check it out. All right, we are back on the floor here at the Saint. Petersburg Comic Con, the first annual, having a lot of fun with a lot of folks. We're on the floor with Amando Merckx, and uh, a couple of folks here uh, want to say hello. What's your name?
4: Uh, Christy Henderson. Christy, how are you? Doing well, how are you?
2: Fantastic. So tell me a little bit about uh, what you're doing here today.
4: Uh, well, our group, we do Star Wars costuming, mainly Mandalorians like Boba and Django Fett, but we also do our own custom costumes, and we're just here to kind of get more people uh, in our group and making armor. We also do a lot of charity. Um, Our main charity, I believe, is Little Warrior program, but don't quote me on that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome, awesome. Looks like a lot of fun. And uh, across the table from you, we have... Ken Travis. How you doing,
5: sir? Doing wonderful.
2: Having a lot of fun? Always always so tell me a little bit about uh... what your role is and i see a lot of people just coming by checking out your weapons checking out your
5: helmets that's a lot of fun it is it is uh... i'm on what they call handler duty i make sure the official members don't fall over or lose any of their parts and make sure they got their water and answer questions
2: that is, uh, that's a big job. I remember my first Halloween, I was Darth Vader, and uh, after dusk, you can't see a damn thing.
5: That is true. Uh, with the Mando helmets, you can't see nothing, anyways. Uh, <laughs> So, this is the
2: first annual St. Petersburg Comic Con, and it's such a wonderful event. We see a lot of families, we see a lot of cosplay, and uh, it's a lot of fun for the kids. But what about
5: the adults? Oh, it can be just as much fun because you get to be a kid. Go dress up as your favorite character, run around with other people that are their favorite character, and just be. Exactly
2: and just be. Um, what does this say about the nerd community and obviously I, I use the word nerd community um, I guess as a badge of honor because obviously I'm, I'm here, I'm one of them, I have a podcast, um, but what does that say about the St. Petersburg community? Everybody's having so
4: much fun. Well I think it says that we all enjoy being kids at times and you don't have to be a kid to enjoy pop culture and just nerdy things.
2: And what has been the highlight for you this weekend?
4: Uh, Well, I got to wear my Jawa costume yesterday for the first time. And I got to be a little sand gremlin. And we managed to trade a jelly bracelet and a um, candy cane for a bath bomb. So that was pretty good.
2: Very nice, very nice. And how about you? Um, Just me. Just you. That's fantastic. That's uh, that's all you need, right?
5: Yeah. No. It's being able to interact with the people. uh, A Captain Marvel, uh, a Naruto character. There's a a furry that we discussed how big their helmet would have to be if they were a Mando. You know, just it's it's the yes the the connection with anybody and that's the big thing is in the honor of nerdism everybody's a little weird absolutely um there is no there is no line to cross in the
2: sand as they say there's uh everybody's walking around having a good time it's it's really
5: wonderful to see yes yes it it is it's you know i mean it's it's a release it is a release It's a release, you know. Um, I have met uh, $500,000 a year salary doctors at biker clans, you know, biker groups and stuff. This sometimes is a little cheaper.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And and maybe a lot more fun.
5: Yes. Yes. Less less bugs in your face.
2: So uh, tell our listeners where uh, folks can find you and say hello. Uh,
4: you can find us at mandalorianmerks.org. And um, we also have a um, Facebook, which is Air Riders Clan. That's our local clan here in Florida. And at Air Riders Clan on Twitter.
2: Excellent. Thank you guys so much. Have a great rest of the weekend. Uh, I'm on a plane back to Chicago in a a few hours, but uh,
5: thank you very much. Hey, safe travels. Thank you, my friend. May the force be with you. And you.
2: All right, folks, we are back, and uh, just a reminder, we are doing a special episode. We uh, did some coverage at the first annual St. Petersburg Comic-Con, which had uh, some really great uh, events, some really great people. I was able to interview a whole bunch of nice uh, folks out there and uh, had a really great time interacting with families, 501st, Mandalorians, and all sorts of... uh, geek people, uh, and I obviously say that as a badge of honor. Um, and speaking of geeks, uh, I have Charles with me. Uh, met him up there in St. Uh, Petersburg, I guess down there uh, from where Chicago is. Uh, but uh, had a lot of uh, great uh, memories at this event. Um, we also spoke with uh, some gaming people. Um, and one of the things that I told my son was that uh, he can get into the uh, the gaming field, which is one of the things that he uh, definitely wants to do. But um, Charles, how's it going, man? I'm doing fantastic. Geek nerd, I'll wear them all. Gaming geek, absolutely. That,
3: but uh, you know, that was Sam was really. First of all, he's talk about a uh, great orator. He had a really good spiel there. But you know, that was his position in the, in the company. But you right. know, you think about gaming in that situation, setting up a booth for their. Uh, the display and the people were trialing their game and I've seen that before Pat and I went up to Orlando to get uh, Jim Cummings um, our hero Hondo Onaka a voice actor and there was a gaming another gaming company up there doing the exact same thing they had about 15 consoles in this booth and they were giving away game keys just like Sam was doing it's a great way of meeting the fans where they're comfortable with and it's like oh yeah nerds geeks gaming that all goes hand in hand and it's a really interesting way of getting down to that level where you can meet the people who are actually playing the game get their feedback maybe even learn something as well and i think sam even spoke to that in the interview and that was a really cool uh little interview you did with him
2: excellent yeah um he talked about how uh, you know obviously he's been to other conventions but uh he had some really great things to say about the first annual saint pete uh comic-con um let's roll that clip and uh We'll come back and and talk a little more and see who else we meet. Let's check it out. All right, we are back. And uh, this time we are uh, talking to uh, one of the vendors here at the St. Pete Comic Con. Sam, how's it going, Sam? It's going well, how are you doing today? Very good, very good. So tell me a little bit, you know, we're talking about uh, the convention here. It's the first annual. Tell me a little bit about your organization. And I know you've done other things other than just this, but how is this convention treating you guys?
0: It's treating us very well, especially for a group with our company, DVSI Entertainment. Um, We're showcasing one of our video games last shot here. Even compared to Digital E3 and other conventions I've personally been to, this one's a smash hit. I'm very well impressed by this small convention.
2: Absolutely. And I was telling Dewey, you know, being from Chicago, we've got the McCormick Place, we've got C2E2, we've got Star Wars Celebration that just happened in 2019. Um, I wasn't, I I didn't know what to expect at this first annual walking into the Coliseum. It is a little smaller than what I'm used to, but it's nice. It's it's a great space. Uh, A lot of families are having fun. What has been your feedback with folks coming
0: by your table? Everyone's excited for it. Um, a lot of people are saying they really enjoy it, our, especially our game going back to the old school way of first person shooters. It's perfect because you have people young and older enjoying it. And FPS has been around since the almost the inception of video games. So fitting that mold where everyone can have fun and just the atmosphere of being a small con, no pressure, everyone's having a good time. It's, it's a welcome. It's a big welcome.
2: And what are you guys doing specifically to, today and this weekend to uh, introduce uh, folks to, to your product?
0: Sure, so we're actually showcasing our alpha for Last Shot. So we're letting people get their hands on it and funny enough, break the game so we can get feedback, how people are retreating it, how they're reacting to it, and we're beyond impressed and happy. How people are actually giving feedback, they're excited, and we're getting tons and tons of people of our Discord.
2: Awesome, this is uh, fantastic. So um, tell folks how, uh, how they can find
0: you. Sure, so Last Shot will be appearing on all consoles later on this year, but for now we're on Steam. People can wishlist it at Last Shot. Um, it's there's a couple of games with last shot with the actual little smiley face or a dead face in the center of the O. Um, you can even join our Discord through there, or even find us on socials too.
2: That is fantastic. Any final message for the crowds uh, and people that are listening to us tonight?
0: Stay awesome, be weird, and uh, be yourself, and go to conventions. They're fun.
2: They are absolutely fun. Um, you told me earlier that you do a little cosplay. What uh, characters do you do?
0: There's a couple of them. A lot I like to do um, are a lot of original characters I do, but some of my favorites had to be Monokuma from uh, Ropa because I also voice act and I do story writing too for the game company. So,
2: Excellent. That's awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, do me a favor, say, you know, say my name is and then say uh, our little tag out is that's the scuttlebutt.
0: That's the scuttle, you said?
2: That's the scuttlebutt.
0: That's the Scuttlebutt. So my name is Sam East with DBSI Entertainment, and that's the Scuttlebutt.
2: Very much. Thank you very much. Awesome. Hey, what's up, podcast family? Ro here. Just wanted to give our patrons a heartfelt thank you. Wonderful folks who have found it in their hearts to support the Scare of Scuttlebutt podcast. We're super lucky to have you, folks like Amanda, Jedi Caligula 89 Joey Rosales, The Salty Crew, Alex and Matt, super fan of many of the pods on the Red 5 Network backyard, TARDIS, Nicholas Schaefer, what's up Nick? Chad at Hyperspace and Holocrons, Jay from Florida, and our newest patron, Frank V, big thanks and a returning patron in the Executor tier, 97 Bravo, huge respect my friend, we thank you all for your support. And if you want to become more involved in the Scarif Scuttlebutt community and feel like becoming a patron, head over to patreon.com slash Scarif Scuttlebutt. Remember, we can't have the scuttle without the butt. And don't forget, it's always sunny on Scarif with patrons like you. All right. Earlier, we mentioned the fact that, uh, you know, we were very surprised that the 501st were there. Um, You know, I I was hoping and actually when I pulled up to the parking lot, I saw a pickup truck with a uh, with with a box attached, a strap to the back end of the the flatbed. And on it, I was uh, pleasantly surprised. It was uh, there was a sign that was spray painted on there. It said R2D2. So, uh, you know, I'm thinking that uh, the 501st brought some uh, droids, uh, some droid builders showed up and uh, they did. You know, if you uh, search St. Pete Comic Con, I posted some pictures uh, of uh, some of the things that were happening, some cosplaying and some droids. Had a lot, a lot of fun there, man. Do you remember
3: Diane? Yes, I do. She was very engaging, very lively and what a great uh, ambassador for the 501st for sure.
2: Absolutely. And, uh, she was telling me that, uh, you know, they are from the Tampa Bay squad, the 501st up there. And, uh, I, I, I gotta tell you, I was not, ex- I asked her about what her highlight was, uh, for that weekend. Uh, you know, expecting some kind of ho-hum, you know, I, I love dressing up as a stormtrooper or whatever, but, uh, one of the things that she told me, uh, just kind of like, uh, floored me for half a second, uh, had to do with, uh, with boobs. So, uh, Let's uh, roll that clip and and, and see if you guys are equally uh, jolted as well. (laughs) Check it out. What's up, Scuttle Buddies? This is Ro coming to you live from the St. Pete Comic Con in the Coliseum here in St. Petersburg, Florida. I am uh, sitting here with a wonderful new friend, Diane from the 501st. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Fantastic. So uh, tell me a little bit about, we were talking about uh, how the fact that this is the first annual of this type of event here in St. Pete. Tell us your experience so far.
6: So far, it has been amazing. Um, I was here yesterday for a uh, setup. Got here about nine o'clock, the doors were open. We were They were wonderful. The point of contact gave us our wristbands, showed us where we can um, spread out and have room, so we have ample costume room. Um, our setup has been quick and easy. Everybody's been amazing. The crowds are phenomenal. For a first time con, the turnout has been amaz- amazing yesterday uh, probably the double the crowd and I don't know a quick head count but we have a pretty good crowd here for a Sunday Yeah. Um, so b-
2: before we started rolling you know you were telling me that um, you were in Chicago for a, seat, for, for a celebration uh, in 2019 and obviously the venue is a lot bigger but it's it's really nice and cozy here
6: it is wonderfully cozy the vendors are wonderfully talented Uh, The cosplays for the fans is amazing. I've seen a lot of anime, um, which, I mean, I don't know a lot of the characters, however the younger crowd does, and they're enjoying it. Um, Star Wars has been a big hit. Absolutely.
2: (laughs) We hear some uh, breathing in the background, uh, and I think uh, folks might know what that is.
6: We have Darth Vader here and his crew. We have R2-D2. We have Omega. Yes, it's her first um, time out. She's off world today, I guess.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. So tell me a little bit about the 501st here in St. Petersburg. What do you guys do?
6: Um, Well, I'm actually with the Tampa Bay Squad. Um, 501st is an international costuming group, uh, strictly non-profit. We don't make any money off of this. It's all volunteer work. Our costumes have to be. Lucas film accurate, green accurate. a uh, lot of lot of work goes into these costumes. And how much fun? Oh, it's all about fun for me. <laughs> for me it's all about the fun. It's about these kids, about even the the parents. Oh, yeah. They're putting smiles. I mean, I have more fun with the adults sometimes. <laughs>
2: it's the reason we have kids is so we can continue to be kids, right?
6: Absolutely. Yep. I agree completely. And what uh, has been, you know, today's
2: Sunday, it's been happening for two days, what has been the highlight for you? Personally or? Uh, no, personally, whatever you like.
6: Uh, personally, for me, yesterday um, I, I introduced Tank Girl, it was my uh, first time out, it's a first build for me as a Tank Girl comic and also Lori Petty in the movie, 1995. Tank Girl with the Rocket Boobs. Uh, So I debuted her yesterday. Um, I entered a contest, Novus Contest. I didn't win, but I didn't expect to. I just wanted to have fun with it. So that was a highlight for me, running around with Rocket Boobs.
2: That is awesome. Uh, And I hope you tag us. So we would like to see pictures of those Rocket Boobs.
6: I will absolutely, yes. can't not see them
2: <laughs> excellent so uh tell the folks that are listening um how to find you guys and uh, just a general uh, hello
6: well hello everybody and thank you for listening you can find us at 501st.com we also have um our friends the rebel legion they can be found at RebelLegion.com, and then we have the Mandalorian Mercs as well. So, yep, and we have a, <laughs> a representative right here. So we're one big happy Star Wars family. That is well
2: said. One big Star Wars happy family. That's exactly what we are here at the Red 5 Network and part of the of Scuttlebutt podcast. Can you do me a big favor? Can you say your name and say, that's the
6: Scuttlebutt? So you don't say, like, hi, my name is... is the, and
2: what's the last that's mark? the Scuttlebutt. Okay.
6: My name is Diane DiCervio, and that's the scuttlebutt.
2: Awesome. Thank you so much. May the force be with you. Well,
6: no, I'm dark side, so. (laughs) Well said. There you go. (laughs) Thank you, gentlemen.
2: All right, Diane and her rocket boobs. What would you think of that? (laughs) Well,
3: I'm sort of of lamenting the fact that uh, Shanti wasn't there to hear that. that (laughs) Exactly,
2: exactly. But, uh, you know, I told her to uh, see if she can post a picture and um, tag us. So uh, that'll be very interesting once that happens. I hope it happens soon. I'm very curious. Yeah.
3: (laughs) You know, it's funny. That local, the Tampa Bay squad, uh, fantastic group. We met uh, one of their members, Ryan Michael, down in Fort Myers. And uh, he plays Blitz. He cosplays as Blitz. And a great guy. And, you know, he was, we talked at length. And Spoke to Diane about him. Of course they know each other. And he even saw the pictures that you had posted and uh commented, texted me that night like, dude, you're at the St. Pete Comic Con. I wasn't there. Oh man, you're doing and he literally calls me Old Rex because when we spoke to him two years ago, I told him I was planning on doing Rex from Rebels. And his nickname for me is Old Rex. So he doesn't call me Charles, he calls me old Rex. And (laughs) sure enough. I was cosplaying, well, bounding, really, as uh, Old Rex. So that was cool to see.
2: Very nice, very nice. Wow, Charles, it just seems like everybody was having fun at this first annual St. Pete Comic-Con. Were you having fun? It was a blast. You know, first of all,
3: thank you very much for paying my entry.
2: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Oh, not at all,
3: not at all. It's my favorite price, but it was (laughs) a blast. I think it's funny to walk up. You know, you. You know, I met your son and you at the front, and uh, you gave me my pass. And then you are speaking to this guy at the table, who ended up being the guy who organized. I had no. I mean, talk about being on the front line of the event that you're running. He was like on the ground at the front yeah. line of this thing. That's that's pretty impressive.
2: Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, and obviously uh, running, uh, running any convention is, is hard work, uh, let alone a first annual. So, you know, we wish him, uh, the best of luck and, um, you know, hopefully we can kind of participate in more of, uh, these, uh, conventions with him at the helm. Uh, he, he runs a good show
3: and a good ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, more than happy to run up there and get some interviews on behalf of red ne- red five network. And, uh, and make that certainly part of our little uh our fandom presence series that we do because that was a blast
2: absolutely and you know speaking of which uh we'll, we'll roll the interview in a second but he talked about uh, another event that he's having i think in uh was it april i can't remember uh w- we'll listen to the interview but he did have another event and then obviously uh the saint pete uh, comic-con is going to be an annual thing so uh Looking forward to hopefully participating and, and, and truth be told, I interviewed him because I wanted to get a little insight and maybe some uh, some cheat uh, codes or, or, or tips on, uh, you know, Scarefcon. Obviously Obviously, uh, you know, we've been running that for three years straight. Um, this June is going to be the fourth annual. So, uh, you know, looking forward to that, but, uh, you know, again, I just wanted to see if, uh, if I can kind of hear anything in his voice, uh, from the answers, uh, of the questions that I had that might help me out in, uh, running ScarifCon. So, uh, let's check that interview out. Dewey Carruthers, organizer of the St. Pete Comic-Con. All right, guys, we are back at the Coliseum here in St. Petersburg, Florida, where we are having fun. Uh, We just uh, saw Charles uh, doing some stuff. I don't know what he's doing, but we'll catch up with him in a bit. I am sitting here with uh, Dewey, uh, one of the organizers uh, of the St. Pete Comic
7: Con. How's it going? It's going exceptionally well.
2: Very nice. So, the, uh, you know, I was reading a little bit about uh, the event today and uh, it, it seems like this is the first annual or the first uh, time that you guys are holding this together here at St. Pete. Is that correct?
7: Yes, this is the first ever event here. St. Petersburg has never had a major high-end convention uh, and it's absolutely going to be annual.
2: Absolutely. That's awesome. Uh, we just stumbled on this by chance and it's really great to see a lot of families having fun, a lot of uh, cosplayers, a lot of uh, nerds and geeks tell me a little bit about why you decided to kind of bring this event to St. Petersburg
7: well we my daughters and I who run this my teenage daughters and I we um, go to cons around the state and we noticed that St. Petersburg even though it's the fifth largest city in the state didn't have any cons and all the four larger cities than St. Petersburg have multiple cons per year and there's like 20 smaller cities that have great cons like Lakeland has Central Florida Comic Con, St. Augustine, Pensacola all have cons. We're like, why doesn't St. Pete have one? And then we decided to answer that question ourselves and bring one here. That is amazing. That's pretty cool. So what kind what, what's the process like? What uh, how do you start a con? Oh, oh, Lord! <laughs> That—that's that, a uh, uh, interesting question. I, I think um, you start a con with some good business basics. You know, it's a lot of fun, but there's a lot of business and organization behind it, and. Uh, the idea at least our approach is to create a really good attendee experience we want all of our attendees is for that matter as well as our vendors to really enjoy the experience so that's the that's the thing i think is most important about uh... organizing a con
2: and i did mention that we have a lot of families here give me uh... some of your uh... feedback as far as You know, are you hearing, you know, good things from families, from folks that are uh, coming by? I see lots of smiles.
7: Yes, 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 yes. Uh, We're getting a lot of positive feedback from families. It's a very family-friendly event.
2: And, you know, when I first uh, stumbled on you when we were getting our tickets, you know, we're talking about uh, venues that, that I'm used to. Obviously, I'm from Chicago. We have C2E2. We have Celebration at McCormick Place. It's huge. And this venue is, is nice and cozy. It's it's not, like, super small, but it's it's a nice size. And um, tons of people having fun.
7: Yeah, there's um, uh, it's about 15,000 square feet, and it's a good size for us. I think we will, by the end of the day, have sold Uh, more than 3,000 tickets for both days which we're elated about that as a first year con and um, but so we're just excited uh, to do the next one will be uh, January 6th through 8th we're going to add a day to it instead of Saturday and Sunday we're going to do Friday Saturday and Sunday and it'll be at the same place.
2: Very nice and what uh, did you find that uh, people were really you know I guess asking for a third date?
7: Yes, yes. Uh, when, uh, we did something a little different with this. We uh, did a lot of marketing and PR toward people who have never been to a convention before. And we really had a strong turnout with that, particularly with families. It was great to see families come in <clears throat> and say, this is the first time we've ever been to one of these.
2: And what do you think about that? You know, obviously, you, you mentioned the, the the larger cities, but, uh, you know, f- families and folks in St. Pete. Obviously, I see a lot of nerds, a lot, a lot of local people, but... Uh, it, what do you say about that? As far as the community goes, you know, it's very family friendly. You see a lot of cosplaying, but um,
7: why shouldn't there be a con in every city? <laughs> it, it's, there should. I think there are a lot more uh, convention fans and cosplayers out there than people realize, and <clears throat> we'll be doing some in other cities as well. We're doing um, at the same venue in September. We're doing Anime St. Pete, which will be a three-day event. And um, then we're, we're going to do a couple others that we'll announce in the Tampa Bay area shortly.
2: That is nice. I might have to team up with you to do ScarifCon in Chicago. Uh, we've been uh, holding that event uh, every year for the last three years and uh, have a lot of uh, great folks uh, join us, some actors, some visual effects, people from uh, ILM and uh the 501st up there in Chicago but uh that is awesome. Um, it is fantastic to meet you. We're going to keep walking around the uh the convention floor. Um, give me uh your favorite parts of uh this weekend. What uh are your takeaways?
7: Well, as the organizer, my favorite parts are <clears throat> trying to keep the line not so long, get people in so they can enjoy themselves and don't have to stand in line too long. And uh From a personal perspective, I just enjoy the community coming together. I mean, the people are very friendly, very, as you know, the cosplay community is a kind, inclusive community. It's nice to see people here from all sizes, shapes, races, orientations. It's a wonderful, inclusive experience.
2: Absolutely. I'm happy to see that, and I'm happy to see so many families enjoying themselves here uh, in St. Pete. Uh, tell uh, the folks where to find you for next time around. Obviously, with, you know, the, the convention will be over by the time the show airs, but uh, let people know where to find you guys. StPeteComicCon.com Excellent. Thank you very much. May the force be with you. Do me a favor. Say, my name is so-and-so, and that's the scuttlebutt. My name is so-and-so and and that's a scuttlebutt. Very
7: nice, very nice. Thank you. Who's on first? (laughs) (laughs) My name is Dewey Carruthers. (laughs) Awesome, thank you very much. Thank you. Awesome,
3: that's great. You know, one of the people that I saw very quickly at the Comic-Con was uh, Kevin Daniels. And I recognized him immediately. I had met him before. Uh, I met him over at the Emerald City Comics when Dominic Pace was in town. And he created from the ground up a cosplaying group called the Outer Rim Guild. And it's not so much about the, you know, screen-accurate, stringent rules that the 501st is well-known for and people strive for that. And it's a great thing because Pat and I want to do it. The Outer Rim Guild talks about and speaks to people who just like to cosplay with a Star Wars feel and and, you know they could exist in the background characters of Star Wars and they have a great little network and he was a really interesting guy. We met him. We spoke to him. He was part of one of our uh, fandom presence um, episodes that we had done and when I saw him he recognized me immediately and I suggested to you hey you got to get this guy on. For an interview because he's got a great story and a great passion for Star Wars and makes Star Wars accessible to even more people who want to cosplay on a low-key level.
2: Absolutely, I spoke with him and one of the things that really struck me was just his passion for uh, for what he does and obviously the passion of the people that he comes across when you are cosplaying. You know, he gave a great example of uh, you know dads and 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 you know sons, daughters and moms making these outfits together and uh, having you know a sense of pride in the uh, accomplishment of, of that uh, task um, which is really great and you know they had that little corner uh, on the convention floor which was uh, fantastic um, it was a really nice little alcove they had alcoves all over the place and each alcove had its own thing you know, artist uh, autographs uh, little sessions there the Mando Mercs had their uh, talk upstairs which was uh, really interesting but uh, yeah they they had their little alcove the outer rim guild Uh, there were a couple of people playing some uh, sabacc and uh, you know checking out the lightsabers and the weapons that they had but it it, it is really it's a lot of fun you know having uh, a, a couple of different outfits myself that are obviously not 501st but You know, people still have fun trooping with uh, outfits like that and costumes, uh, some stuff that you make on your own and uh, stuff that you make with your family. So um, let's uh, meet Kevin Daniels as we spoke to him on the floor of the St. Pete Comic Con Outer Rim Guild. Check it out, guys. All right. Back on the floor of the Saint Petersburg Comic Con, first annual, having a lot of fun here, and uh, we are uh, sitting here now with Kevin Daniels. Uh, we're in a nice little Star Wars corner.
1: Uh, how you doing, friend? Doing great. Yeah, this is the first year for Saint Pete Comic Con, and they've done an outstanding job.
2: They really did. Just uh, we just spoke with the uh, the organizer, and uh, he is very happy that uh, everybody is having a lot of fun. Are you guys having a lot of
1: fun? Oh, we absolutely are. We've been. First of all, the, the area they gave us, like, I wish you guys could see this. It's it's a nice little alcove in the St. Pete Coliseum, and we were able to come in there and set up all of our props and our, our photo backdrops so it actually feels like a little slice of the galaxy's edge, you know? Yeah, we
2: were talking about that uh, for next year. They're going to have to set up, like, a cantina, and Han Solo is going to have to just kind of hang out in the alcove. It's perfect.
1: Yeah, hopefully it doesn't shoot anybody but that would be great you know we and and this has been an awesome first one you know this is you know i've done conventions all over the place but this one actually feels not as commercial you know it it really feels like because we have the 501st right across from us the mandalorian mercs are right there and then by the time you get to the end of the row, there's our alcove for the outer rim guilds and people are like oh wow we could come in we can get pictures and we're like yeah okay we show them our props we talk about how we build them and there's just I mean it's funny too because it always comes in waves like we just get a big rush of people and then we can sit back like oh my god take a breath take a breath All right, here we go next group
2: (laughs) yeah so I see uh, some helmets in your alcove I see some lightsabers I see some folks playing some uh, cards over there I see BB-8 tell me a little bit about what you guys have
1: well uh, the Outer Rim Outer Rim Guilds is an organization based for not only Star Wars costuming, but we also do stage combat. So we teach people lightsaber choreography, hand-to-hand combat, stuff you would see used in the movies and the television shows. So we have stands with our lightsabers. We have uh, multiple helmets from different costumings that we have. Uh, Like we have my X-Wing helmet, which is actually painted to be Jack Porkins. So it's a screen accurate helmet, it's awesome. And we have a Mandalorian helmet. That's one's 3D printed. And we have other pieces of costumes. And then as you go through the booth, you see we have like military crates. Those are for our smugglers that are moving equipment on and off Batuu. We have a we- wait, wait. equipment or spice? No, just equipment. We don't we don't track with no spice. No, no, no. And uh, then we also show people our, our weapons rack, where we have repurposed Nerf guns, where we've repainted them to make them look screen accurate. And uh, our photo backdrop so not only can, you know, people can get a little bit more of that atmosphere and we take pictures, but, you know, the Outer Rim Guilds is designed for people who want to create one-off original characters who would have lived in the Outer Rim. So, we're seeing, you know, we have people from Tatooine, you know, Batuu, all of that stuff that's, that's out there. So, we have Jedi, Sith mandalorians bounty hunters bartenders mechanics like uh, standing right in front of us i wish you guys could see it is one of our members and he's in his star ship uh hyperspace maintenance guy he's he's looks like he just rolled out of the the bay of some ship that he's been working on all week
2: absolutely looks really fantastic and we've got some cosplayers inside kind of coming to and fro we've got uh fam- families coming to see you guys it's it's really great
1: yeah, and it's, it's funny, it's like uh, there are two people in here right now. They're actually playing a game of sabak, and they're not official members of our group. We just met them today and we're like, you guys really you need to be a part of our group because you and this is what we're talking about. You know, we're a family friendly group. We have uh, members that bring their kids and they're part of the group and we make sure everybody's in costume and we just go out. We do charity events, we do conventions and you know, we love raising money to help like uh, the one big one we've done we've raised like 1500 dollars for canines and kids and you know that was like our, our big because we've only been around a year you know we have about 30 members we've been around a year and coming out to the conventions everybody starts learning about us but we also we're making more and more relationships with the 501st the rebel legion the mandalorian mercs and those guys have even talked to us and they're like well i want to do you have this one character and I want to do this and this with it but it will never be approved with our group but it could be approved here and we're like yes that's our that's really our niche that's the thing that sets us apart our custom character so long as it looks like it fell out of a Star Wars movie you know then we're good we can do it we can work with it
2: that's fantastic actually that's really great for folks that you know may not have the resources to you know really get entrenched in uh I guess pun intended, (laughs) um, into a 501st officially sanctioned, but something that looks really cool, I think that's a great idea.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, one of the things, because I was a member of another, I'm still a member of this group, it's called the Saber Guild, and they did lightsaber choreography, which is right in my wheelhouse, because I teach stage combat. I've been performing stunt work since 1989, and I teach it to people, we do sword fighting, and and I'm like, oh, I love Star Wars, I love lightsabers, let's do it. Um, The only drawback was that they were only, Jedi and Sith, and that was it. You know, then you could uh, you could petition the the main office in California to say, oh, I want to include this character in this show, and you have to get permission. But now, since we have our own organization, we are able to have a full fight show, and we can have any kind of character we want in it, so long as it does fit the story and work well. So yeah, we have like my wife, um, she's in a black and gray Sith outfit. She, that's hers i'm working on my mandalorian outfit but i'm also building that mandalorian outfit so i can swap out pieces that we can use for stage combat where you know you can hit the the body armor you can hit the pieces i don't have to worry about it breaking off or snapping off but it's funny because i'm like i'm building it for this but then i can transition it to the mandalorian mercs as well
2: that's fantastic
1: so tell folks uh where people can find you well, we are on Facebook and, you know, Outer Rim Guilds, and we're also, uh, our webpage is www.outerrimguilds.org. And so technically we're the org org, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, our mascot is the Porg, which is, you know, So and what's, and we also, we have a branch that started up recently in California. So there's a bunch of guys out in California that got together and they're like, we want to be part of this, and they're like, great. So here in Florida, where we started, um, in the Tampa Bay area, we are the Batuu outpost for the Outer Rim guilds. And in California, they're the Mandalorian outpost. So, every organization that starts, that branches off from us will pick another planet to represent that area. So, California right now is Mandalore, Florida is Batuu. And uh, we're hoping it will get bigger and bigger. We would love to be worldwide, but at the same time, we just want to have fun.
2: Absolutely. Well, this is fantastic. Thank you very much for your time. And uh, th- this looks like a great
1: event and a uh, great organization. It's, it seems like it's always full. It, it is always, and it's great because, again, it, it kind of, like I was talking, we were, we were just up at a panel and we were talking about it. One of the things I mentioned was that, because uh, somebody asked about like age, like how old do you have to be to be in, and you know, everybody has their thing. And our thing is, like, for stage combat, we would prefer that students be 15 and up. But kids of any age could be in our group so long as the parents are there because we want to build that family and community where families are working together to build costumes. You know, we're not a—I a, was joking around, but it, I, it's serious. But fun in a joking way. I say, you know, we're not a babysitting place. You're like, don't don't throw your kid at me and run away. Get involved with your kid. Build a costume with them. Like, and you don't as as a parent, you don't have to dress up and be with the kid. You can just come to our events and you know be with them. But You'd, there's a certain amount of pride you have when you're building a costume or a prop with your kid or you're watching your kid build that prop or that costume and they're looking to you for help so we're fostering that kind of community and family interaction and so yeah like in here uh, i wish you guys could see it there's two guys playing Sabac. that's the that's his dad that the dad is dressed as han solo the son is dressed as uh, luke skywalker in his x-wing outfit and the dad built that whole outfit for his son and his son Now that he knows about us, he's like, dude, I want to do this stuff. I want to come out and be part of it. That's right there. I just saw him on the con floor, and I I practically yanked him in here. I'm like, hey, hang out with us. And here we are.
2: That's fantastic. And we did uh, take a couple of pictures uh, with them earlier today. But that's fantastic, Kevin. Thank you so much. Outer Rim Gills, thank you so much for your time.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for interviewing me, and thanks for coming out and supporting the whole convention. My pleasure.
2: You know, the, the the fact that we were out there in St. Pete, uh, you know, hanging out together, uh, just, uh, you know, another treasured moment for me as part of a, uh, you know, as my experience as a content creator, um, you know, ScarifCon meeting everybody at ScarifCon this last year going down to St. Pete, uh, and finally meeting you, Charles. And, and I feel like you you were with me at scare probably because Dominic signed, um, the, uh, the picture of you and Pat. And I, have always had, you know, obviously we're in, in chat. So we talk about, uh, stuff all the time. So actually meeting you was like, this is going to sound wrong, but it's, it's no big deal because I feel like we've already met, but I guess physically is, is, is the key here. Um, but uh it, it it was really fantastic to actually physically get to, to meet you uh shake your hand give you a hug and uh talk to you on the floor of of the comic book convention but that that's basically what everybody was doing we were all having a lot of fun there were families there Um, it was just really a a great experience, you know, kudos to Dewey for setting that up. And, and uh, you know, I really hope that I get to go back to, to one of his events. You
3: know, I, well, first of all, I completely agree that just to meet you, first of all, after what, two and a half years of, you know, chatting and and working together on the network and just having a ball, you know, and thanks to Rob over at the Jedi temple archives podcast for getting those things signed for us by Dominic and setting it down to (laughs) us like a gift, like a early Christmas. But um, you know, that, It speaks to the family, not just necessarily Star Wars. It doesn't matter. It spans all of it. And we talk about that when we're on the floor just walking around. It's anime like we talked about. It's Star Trek. It's Star Wars. It's um, uh, crafting your own stuff. It's collectibles because there's a couple of booths there that were selling Power of the Force figures. It's... Even though it was small, it represented so many different aspects of fandom. And to bottle all that into a small little space, um, you spoke to a couple, like a, a family there, a mother and a son who were there that really sort of spoke to that family aspect of it. You know what? We can go there and we can hit five or five or six different things and we can both have a great time, two different generations, still have a great afternoon at a really affordable price and local. And that's, what more would you ask for?
2: Absolutely. And, you know, I I know that uh, folks see the hashtag red five family all over the place when we post our our shows and things like that to help us promote uh, the red five network and its activities. But, you know, family is really the key to all of this. You know, I had a great time speaking with everybody, talking to everybody. Um, And, you know, right before we left, uh, there was a woman that uh, tapped me on the shoulder and asked me. Uh, I, I think they. He, she asked me a question about Kevin Daniels in the Outer Rim Guild, um, and I had just finished doing the interview. Um, I answered her question, and I, I noticed that she was a mom with with her with her child there and our kid. Um, and I just kind of, you know, I grabbed the microphone and I said, "Can I interview you?" Um, and you know, they had some really wonderful things to say about the event and uh, geeked them in general. But um, you know, th- that's really what it's all about. I, I, I'm really. Um, happy that, uh, that we were able to attend and talk to people and meet you obviously. Um, but, uh, yeah, Heather and Giovanni, um, uh, I think he said he was a, uh, uh an anime fan, which, uh, which is great. There was a lot of anime presence there. Uh, but that, uh, let's roll that interview and see what, uh, Heather and Giovanni had to say about the St. Pete Comic Con. All right, we are uh, still hanging out here at the St. Petersburg Comic-Con. Uh, this is Ro from the Scare of Scuttlebutt podcast. I found a really cool family here in St. Pete. Uh, what's your name? Heather. And Giovanni. Giovanni, what are you guys doing here? Uh, we came here because we heard that there's a lot of uh, Marvel
3: and anime, and I'm a big fan of it. My mom uh, told me that this was a thing, and I, and I decided to come along. <laughs>
2: So this I heard. This is the first annual Comic Con here in St. Petersburg, and it's it's unfathomable to me that St. Petersburg has not
6: had one. But what do you think so far? Uh, we think it's great. I mean, I'm super happy. The last one we went to was in Orlando, so this was much closer, uh, less of a drive, and it's it's spectacular. I've seen lots of great costumes, um, cosplayers, and um, there's a lot of great vendors, and we're really enjoying ourselves.
2: It's cozy, a uh, family atmosphere. Uh, so we're from Chicago and we're used to like, you know, C2E2 and Star Wars Celebration at the huge McCormick place. But this is a very nice little venue. Um, uh, very family oriented. Um, what what do you think of all the nerds? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so I love so the, I nerds. Yes, so I. the nerds. Yes, we embrace the nerds. Absolutely. And- what so? Tell me a little bit. What has been your highlight? Uh, were you here both days, or what has been your highlight this weekend? Um, probably this moment. Really, I really haven't done anything this
1: much this weekend uh, besides come here, and uh, it's been so far. It's been really fun. Uh, I really liked what's been going on. I really like what they're doing. Um, I wish I could go to more of these, these
3: annual
2: like comic cons because I really like doing this. It's really fun. It is a lot of fun. You see a lot of great people. You meet a lot of families like you guys. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, no, no problem. Thank you. Yeah, okay. any, any final message for folks that are kind of uh, strolling in at the last moment here? This is the second day. What do you have to say for them?
6: Oh, just take your time and enjoy yourself and take lots of pictures and spread the word so that they can continue doing it here more often because we will definitely be back if they do it again.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Did you buy something yet? Uh, I'm going to. What, what's on your wish list? Uh, uh, probably like a little figurine, like a, fungo, a Funko Pop. Um, and probably a picture, maybe. Awesome. Yep. That's great. Thank you, guys. Have fun, and I uh, hope to see you guys again next year. All right. You too.
6: Absolutely. Thank you. It's Thank been you great.
3: <laughs> well, it was fantastic event, um, made even better to having met you and your son in person, uh, put a face to the name and hug and just to really connect with the people that are part of the network that we're part of and has made our experience about the Star Wars podcast so much better. My wife, Bernadette, even mentioned that, how how wonderful it must have been to meet you in person. And I said, I completely agree. And to put that in a local, small, family-knit little Comic-Con, it was fantastic. And, you know, um, that's what it's all about. And we all do this because we love doing it. And uh, it makes those moments even more special. So thank you for inviting me.
2: Oh, no problem. And, you know, I, I do have to mention that uh, we were supposed to also meet Amanda who also lives uh, in Florida. Uh, some logistics situations came up and we couldn't meet her, but we'll, uh, we'll catch her next time for sure. Um, that would have been a, a really great, uh, you know, extra, um, icing on the cake there but um, fantastic absolutely it was uh, quite a pleasure to meet you I, I loved hanging out with you and uh, talking to uh, all these people at the uh, St. Pete Comic Con uh, we got to do it again sometime and I think sometime is coming sooner rather than later uh, hope, oh, you, yeah. hope you make it down here to Scarif Con in Chicago uh, we'll have obviously more details as uh, the date approaches but I'm thinking somewhere in June there's also uh, something major happening in June in um, uh, in, in Joliet, Illinois, uh, Star Wars Day. They usually have, and it was actually the last two years has been canceled because of COVID, and they announced that it was back on, uh, which, uh, you know, uh, made uh, Todd, uh, you know, giddy as a schoolgirl. Uh <laughs> they do a lot of trooping there they do a lot of you know costume there, uh stormtroopers and empire and, and rebels mando mercs are there uh it's a great event and i didn't want to step on the toes of, of that event and and uh so we're going to kind of keep that separate and i think that happens at the beginning of june uh so Scarifcon will probably maybe piggyback that uh maybe two weekends after that so uh just to give us uh, enough time Sweet. and mando uh speaking of mando um you know first season of Mandalorian, our friend, uh, Dominic pace has some news as well on a product that he is, uh, releasing, uh, first official. Uh, so that should be a lot of fun when he, uh, announces that. And, uh, we'll, uh, you know, we'll have a couple of drinks with our friend Dominic and hope to see you here in Chicago this June. We are, uh,
3: speaking about it every couple of days so we are really making an effort to make that happen because it's it's it needs to happen you guys need to meet pat and like i said pat wanted to be here um he did what he could uh, but he's got you know he's working the front line for all of us at uh, at the hospital so he's got an important job so absolutely. You know, we support him in that but uh he was there in spirits and and he was jealous so i'm happy about that <laughs> <laughs> absolutely
2: you know he doesn't have to bring his ladder we've got ladders in chicago too so uh we can make a, a little uh little ladder appearance here with him. I'll set it all up.
3: Maybe we can make, you know, Dominic Paces a sunny event. Maybe we can get Pat to sign people's ladders. (laughs) Absolutely. That would
2: be great. That would be great. But, uh, guys, thank you very much for joining us on this very special edition of the Scare of Scuttlebutt podcast with my buddy uh, Charles. And um, tell uh, the folks where they can find you. I know Pat is usually in charge of all the social media stuff, but you got to have something to say, though.
3: Yeah, you can find us on uh, com, and you can find us on all major uh, podcatchers. You can find us at uh, Instagram at uh, forward slash conversations. same thing for Facebook. And on Twitter, we're uh, at suations, and that should probably cover you for most of it.
2: Absolutely. And, uh, you know, you can find uh, both you can find us both uh, on red five network dot com. Uh, Sean is telling me that websites are old news. So uh, check out Red Five Network Twitter. And there is a pinned tweet that you can find the rest of the Red Five Network podcasts and content creators. There are uh, over 30 of us uh and i just think that is amazing uh but uh yeah if you guys have any feedback or questions about the saint petersburg comic-con hit us up send us an email at scare scuttlebutt at gmail.com or if you want to call us and leave a voicemail the old-fashioned way our phone number is 773-234-8659 uh, we'd love to hear what you have to say. Read about it. Uh, I posted a, uh, an article, I think the day after, there was an article uh, released on uh, the coverage of that as well. It was a lot of fun. Um, I think we missed the cosplayers up on the main stage, but um, we definitely uh, had a great time. Charles, thank you very much for joining me on this special edition of the Scare Scuttlebutt podcast. Um, as an honored guest, I'd love for you to take us out. I'm Charles, and that's the Scuttlebutt. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. Talk to you guys (laughs) later.
0: Don't forget to leave the guys a voicemail for a chance to be included in the discussion. Let them know what's on your mind. Call 773-234-8659. Oh. And that's the scuttlebutt.